everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime, cult, conspiracy, and cryptid podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And we hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. What did you do? I'm weekend? going to um, the Taste of Summer, or Kick Off to Summer at the State Fair oh, on fun. Saturday. Is that the thing where they like preview what's... No, not really. It's just like, it's kind of like a mini, like half the fair opens. Oh, okay. Um, me and Haley are going together. Oh, so. that's not the friend I thought you were going to say. Me and Haley are big fair girlies. I thought you were going to say Angie. Mm-mm. Nope. So, yeah. Other than then, then I'm hopefully I got out on a golf course. I haven't gotten out yet. Um, really? As long as the weather stays nice. I haven't even looked, but yeah. Hmm. And you're going on a trip, you said? Yeah, so um, my friend Megan and I were going to go up to Duluth, um, but she had some stuff happen, and so that's not going to work out, and so nothing like bad, just some stuff happened, and it's not, you know, something I have permission to share. So we are shifting gears, and I'm going to go to her. And it sounds like we're going to go stay in, like, a camper motorhome situation. I don't know. Um, at a at Fort Sisseton. Do you remember me talking oh, about Fort yeah. Sisseton? So I'm going to bring my EMF detector. Fuck that. And we might do some ghost hunting. Um, and we had some, like, really interesting results last time we were there. So Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's not what I was expecting to do, but, you know. I'm, you know me like I like a plan and so having my plan like suddenly shift she's like would you be mad and I was like I just need a minute to just like shift my thinking because yeah. I had like this whole big thing we were gonna go to Glen Sheen and we we're gonna do this other you know we we're gonna go for drives and whatever yeah along the North Shore and now that's just not realistically gonna happen obviously because we're gonna be <laughs> a state away right so but it's still a good time cool well yeah. Hopefully, it was fun. <laughs> it will be. Sure, it will be. Um, Sweet. Well, do you want to just get into your episode? I mean, might as well. I don't I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you have anything mm, else to talk about? Not really. Um, I was going to mention, actually, you're looking very tan. What? Your arms look so tan. Yeah. I literally sat outside for three hours. Today. I hate you so much. It takes me like weeks to get that color. Honestly. And your legs are like four shades darker than my legs are. And I'm God bless. livid. I was literally sitting out there um, earlier because it obviously it's the same Saturday that we recorded the yes. last episode on. Yeah. And I was just laying on that lounge chair while like mom and dad were working and actually doing shit and i was like i literally said to mom hey, i was like you're I feel like i'm coming back alive like i'm becoming myself again because it's just so nice to just be in the sun yeah so. i'm i'm livid because it literally my legs it would take me into the entire summer to get my legs that color that's so funny i don't understand why my legs don't tan it, they like don't hardly tan at all it drives me banana pants crazy oh well thank so, you i appreciate that i love you but also fuck you i'm so mad about it it's the german in me i guess right apparently or the french yeah jerk awesome well <laughs> let's, shut up i don't even know i don't know anything about yours no and like, mine is a couple of different stories i have let me see one two three four five stories okay yeah five stories um I start with a good good dish. One, I mean, none of these are like good good, but I start with one that 
has a good ending and then I I get to one that gets kind of sad and then I went back and did a good ending. Okay. So, are you ready? Yeah. So my first story starts with Emily Machado. She was born in 2005 to Michael Sanchez and uh, I'm going to say Nija. No, it's got to be more Brazilian. She's Brazilian. Niga? Does that sound Brazilian? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, we, I took French. Same. So I'm going to call her Niga. N-I-G-I-A. I would say Nija. Nija? Okay. Well, I apologize for butchering that name. I should have looked it up. Didn't even think about it until right now. Um, Machado. The couple split before Emily was born, and it took them two years to come up with a parenting agreement. So, like, how many days each was going to have her and, like, custody and stuff. One of the biggest parts of the agreement was that neither of the parents was allowed to leave the country with Emily without the other's consent. That's this, pretty standard, I feel yeah, like. Especially because um, Niga was Brazilian, like right. I said. So, in March of 2008, when Emily was with Niga, the two disappeared. Michael found a note in Niga's apartment that said she had fled and taken Emily with her. After three days of waiting anxiously, Michael got a call from the U.S. State Department, who he'd reached out to for help. Niga had purchased a one-way ticket to Brazil for her and Emily and had secretly gotten a passport for Emily before they'd left the States. Michael believes Niga took Emily because she was afraid of losing custody as she was an illegal immigrant. Michael said that he would do whatever it took to get Emily back. He was working two jobs and had said, quote, I can't give up on her, end quote. In October of 2010, Michael found out where Niga and Emily were living in Brazil and flew down there from Illinois to try and see Emily. Um, Nika refused to even allow him to see their daughter, which is just so heartbreaking. Trying not to judge, but it is pretty sad. Yeah. It's like, just let him see her. Yeah. Uh, According to international law, if a child has been abducted in violation of a custody agreement in... Um, agreement in this. Oh, hold on. I there must be a typo here. I have a custody agreement in. It says in his other home country, but that doesn't make sense. So basically, I like tried to quote it. I messed up. So basically, if you are kidnapped out of your home country by a parent, that is the not custodial parents or does not have permission to take the child from that country the child has to be returned to their home country okay and that's like international law so that's not just the united states or just brazil or whatever it's like all of them okay so the u.s government appealed to the brazilian government to no avail one of the articles that i read said that the Brazilian government was, quote, slow to respond, end quote. It took four years for Brazilian courts to serve papers for Niga to return her daughter, but she continued to refuse. As of June 1st, 2011, there were 16 open cases of parental abductions in Brazil alone. 
And the State Department said that in 2010, sorry, uh, approximately 2,000 children were taken illegally out of the United States by a parent. Wow. Which is more than I thought, but like kind of surprising that it's not more than that. Yeah. You know, because they usually say that most kids are kidnapped by somebody they know. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Suddenly in October of 2011, Michael and Nyga came to a agreement and she was allowing Emily to come home. Little else was released about the agreement, but Michael said that he will continue to advocate for other parents in his position and is pushing for a law that would allow airport security to check if a parent is taking a child out of the country in violation of a custody agreement and prevent them from leaving if doing so. But the skeptic in me says that's going to be really hard to do. Yeah. It would just be hard. I mean, I think there would be a lot of moving parts to it, but I think it's a good idea. It's just, right. It's, it's the implementing it. That yeah, would yeah. Be, because then realistically, you're checking every single child. solitary child yeah. that mm-hmm. comes through there. And that's a lot. And it's not realistic. Right. Unfortunately. All right, my next story is Avery and Rose Burford. So on March 18th, 2022, Kylie Burford, uh, Avery and Rose's mom, got an order of protection against their father, Jared. When Kylie discovered the children were missing, police obtained surveillance service, surveillance videos, excuse me, of Jared leaving the area carrying both kids. Kylie told police that Jared had family in Tennessee and that he might be going there. Police put out an Amber Alert for the girls that morning with a description of their father and their father's car. Jared was pulled over shortly after in Ohio after the bolo went out. He was on his way to Tennessee, so she was absolutely right. right. Both girls, thankfully, were in the car and were returned safely to their mother. So, are you noticing what the theme is? Yeah, I am. (laughs) Didn't you kind of do a story like this? Not, not, I mean, it was a while ago, I would say. Um, I mean, I did one of in like Iowa of missing women mm. or murdered women or something like that. I but you did a story about like these cute, like brothers. Oh, that, yeah. The yes. skeleton brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But th- that was just the, the brothers. I don't yeah. think I talked about other families. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. My next one is Jersey Arnett. Jersey was last seen with her mom in St. Ignace, Michigan. I almost said Missouri. (laughs) Um, On August 14th, 2002, Jersey had been removed from the care of her mother, Mindy, by the state due to reports of drug abuse, neglect, and mental health issues on Mindy's part. Her aunt, who is not named and is Mindy's sister, was given temporary custody of Jersey while Mindy worked on the goals that she was given by the state in order to get custody of Jersey back. So Mindy was living with her parents and taking care of her mental health um, by taking medication and was, like, hitting the goals that she needed to do, like, doing counseling and therapy and, like, was in AA and was, you know, she was doing what she was supposed to be doing to try and get Jersey back. Yeah, that's good. Um... So, on August 14th, Mindy's sister and her husband left Mindy alone with Jersey while they went out to dinner, and when they returned, Mindy and Jersey were missing. 
Around 2 a.m. on the 15th, Mindy's car was found on the halfway point of the Mackinac Island Bridge. Oh, no. I hate that bridge. Police believe that Mindy took Jersey and died by suicide jumping over the bridge. Fuck. No bodies have ever been found. No. Yeah, so that's, Shit. that's my really sad one. I'm so sorry. I almost didn't do it because it was so short, but I'd already put it in here. So. God, that. I can't even imagine. That's yeah. Scary. Um, basically, they said they had surveillance of Mindy. Or like, because you know how it has tolls? I was going to say there's, I know there's cameras on that bridge. And they have tolls on either end. Yeah. So they have like surveillance and tolls of her driving across and then turning around and driving back and then turning around and driving across again and then turning around one more time, stopping halfway. Damn. And then a motorist reported seeing her outside of the car reaching into the back seat. Fuck. That's... And that's the last <sighs> sighting. That's so sad. if we want to be optimistic, we can pretend that they were kidnapped by a driver but that's not very optimistic i wouldn't say kidnapped i would say maybe she had a plan and someone picked her up or something that's more optimistic there we go (laughs) there we go thank you emily thanks for actually making it a little bit better yeah but yeah just the fact that no bodies were found kind of leaves things up in the air a little bit yeah so that's my saddest one though damn so i do like the name jersey that is i know isn't that kind of cool and different yeah um all right so my next one is isabella and sophia mobley in march of 2014 brian mobley and bogdana alexandrova mobley whoa yeah she's russian can you tell yeah um the parents of isabella and sophia were going through a divorce bogdana a russian woman was pregnant with isabella when she took sophia and her son ian from her first marriage back to russia Brian has been granted full custody of the children, and Bogdana has been ordered to return Isabella and Sophia, but she is refusing. She's still in Russia at this point? We'll get there. Okay. Um, Brian had been allowed to see and communicate with his daughters via Skype, um, and he had also flown to the border of Poland and Russia in 2015 to see his daughters, but Bogdana refused to show up. The last time Brian saw his daughter, Sophia, she was one. He has never met Isabella in person. Bogdana came back to the United States and has been arrested by the FBI, but she left their daughters in Russia. Shoot. So I don't know what the point in coming back was. If she was just going to leave the kids there. Is that the end of your story? Yeah, that's the end of that one. Can't they go get them? But like how without starting an international issue? Oh, I guess. The kids are yeah, living with with her in or her family now. And like I went on they have a Facebook page and like I was on the Facebook page and he tried Brian said that he was trying to tell um talk to I think it was Isabella for her birthday and they were refusing and they were refusing and then like the most recent photos he was like, Can you please just send me some pictures? And her family is so fucking vindictive and terrible. They sent him just the backs of their heads. What? He wouldn't let them see their faces. That's terrible. Isn't that so mean? Yeah. So they can fuck right off, and I'm super mad about it, so. That sucks. All right, so my last story, this is a good one. Okay. Um, Kayla Uben, Ubenhan. Yep. Something like that. Sounds German. <laughs> it's, I, it could be. <laughs> so Kayla was kidnapped from her Illinois hometown in 2017, After her parents split up, K. 
Kayla's dad, Ryan, was given full custody. Her mom, Heather, had Kayla for the 4th of July in 2017 and was supposed to return Kayla back to her dad the next day, which was Kayla's ninth birthday. Heather had been seen parking things up on her car, but her family was under the impression that Heather and Kayla were going camping in Wisconsin and would be back the next day around 7 p.m. for Kayla to go back to her dad. I know the story. (laughs) This sounds so familiar. Yeah. When Heather and Kayla did not show up for the exchange, Ryan tried to get in touch with Heather, but found that her social media was all gone and that her phone had been turned off. So Ryan filed a missing persons report for both Kayla and Heather. In November 2022, at the end of a Netflix Unsolved Mystery episode titled Abducted by a Parent, an age progression photo of Kayla appeared for a few seconds asking if anyone had seen her to please report it to the police. On May 13th of 2023, on Asheville, North Carol- in Asheville, North Carolina, someone took notice of a mother and daughter in a store, and they were like, oh my god, I think that's Kayla. Police came and confirmed that the pair were Heather and Kayla. Heather was taken into custody, and Kayla was taken back to her father. The chief of police from South e- Eagland, uh, Eland, sorry, is which is the North Carolina police that like went and got Kayla um their police chief Jerry Krasowski yeah sure said quote we are overjoyed to report that the child is in good condition and good spirit since being reunited with her father end quote police said that they were surprised how long Heather was able to stay undetected Heather made bail in North Carolina, then voluntarily turned herself in to Kane County, Illinois, and is scheduled to go to court as soon as June 14th. She has been charged with a Class 4 felony, which can carry a sentence of one to three years, often probationary. I'm hoping it's not just probationary because she was gone for so long. Yeah. But I, that story was, like, all over the news this past week. Yes, and that's the one that actually started this because I was like, oh my god, I have to cover this. It's it's timely. I have to. Yeah. Um, And so it was like I might as well just do a bunch of them because I knew that was not going to be long enough. Yeah. Crazy that Unsolved Mysteries like had a hand in that. Right. But like and, also great. And that the um, age progression photo was so good. Accurate, yeah. That she was found and recognized, recognized because of it. Yeah. That's crazy. Good on that employee. Yeah. For saying something. Yeah. Crazy. Um, um, I was going to say, too. Sorry. It's got to be, like, such a hopeless feeling for that other parent. Right. In, in any of these situations. Right. And that's what um the first dad said, Michael. Yeah. He was like, it's just, it's, like, devastating. He's like, you wake up and you think about it. You go to sleep and you think about it. You're eating breakfast and you're thinking about it. He's like, it's just devastatingly heart-wrenching. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Right, because, like, you just can't, we don't have kids, obviously, Yeah. but from what mom has said, like, it just, it's everything. They're your everything. Yeah. Um, Also, interesting that I think every story but one was the mom taking. Yes. I, that, and that was kind of just what I found. Very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Especially because, like, usually, and this isn't, like, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing, but usually the courts keep the kids with the moms. So for at least two of them to not be given 
full custody or whatever is kind of surprising yeah cool do you want to say your really quick though um have you been following the missing mom in no southern minnesota okay oh in southern minnesota yeah yeah have you okay like not super close enough to give like an update or anything because somebody well someone um messaged our instagram Mm -hmm. maybe and asked if we had been following it and i it was when i was gone so like that's when everything was starting to hit the fan yeah and so i i really hadn't been there's not as far as i know there hasn't been any new information or leads um yeah i know they we're searching hard for her for a couple of weeks. I think it was about a week. And then they kind of scaled back after that. Um, okay. But yeah, she, she just, I think she dropped her kids off and then was supposed to return home and just never made it. I think the car is missing too from. Do you think it could be a water thing. situation? Mm, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. You are no fun. I know. I just don't <laughs> feel like it's my. No, I, I understand why you don't. Place or, I understand why you and don't. And I don't. I always want the best outcome. Unfortunately, right, when right. someone's been gone this long. Like almost over a month now, right? Yeah, a month and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping she comes home, but it's just. I mean, it crazier things have happened. Yeah, that's true. That Ariel Castro guy had three women yeah. and their kids, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, that's true. And same with um, uh, J- JC Dugard, right? Yeah. I get her and Elizabeth Smart confused sometimes. Um, that one here's what I'll do though. Before our next episode, I'll do a little digging and we'll okay. do a little update a at little the beginning perfect. of the episode. So Sounds that'll good. be next week's episode. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my sources, my iPad locked on me. Sorry. My sources are NBCChicago.com, HuffPost.com, News.Yahoo.com. Uh, com, thecharlieproject.org, and dailymail.co.uk. Awesome. So, and our um, socials are MW Madness Podcast on Instagram and Gmail, and Midwest Madness Podcast, the group on Facebook. And if you're ever interested and okay with making yourself a little sad, go to the um, Missing Children website. Uh, I think it's like National missing children i don't remember what Post it's called. It. uh yeah i will and just kind of scroll through in, uh, in your state and see if you recognize any of those kids because you know it, you never it know. could be an off chance just a crazy thing that you yeah. just end up seeing i actually do that kind of a lot because i work with children yeah so i'm always just like Might what as if well. what yeah, if true. so if you're okay with making yourself a little bit sad um you could save a life yeah all right, guys. Well, uh, we hope you have a great rest of your first week of June. Happy June. Yes. And we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.